Welcome to the Spa Hive. I'm Julie Pinky, your host for today's show. In the Spa Hive, we are dishing up killer industry buzz, tactical business insights, and grassroots inspiration. I promise our conversations will always be real, raw, honest, and sometimes messy with experts from across the globe meant to show you how to find your own joy, your own divine purpose, and the power of your spirit animal. In the Spa Hive, I can help you have it all, the business and life of your dreams. Join me on this wild ride. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Today, I was thinking about risks. I was thinking about getting uncomfortable. I was thinking about taking chances. And as business owners or leaders in our industry, oftentimes things will present themselves to you that will make you uncomfortable. And so I wanted to walk through some of the steps that I take when I'm feeling uncomfortable or apprehensive or feeling like I want to do something but not sure if I should. And I think having an entrepreneurial spirit, whether you own your own business or not, that doesn't matter because some of the best directors, sales managers, um, brand representatives don't necessarily have their own businesses, but they run their portion of the business as if it's their own. And so they oftentimes, more times than not, the most successful of these have what I call an entrepreneurial spirit. And that's something I believe, you know, you are born with. I believe that is something that is inherently developed inside of you. And that's why when I've hired staff over the course of my career, if I hire someone that has an entrepreneurial spirit, I know whether they're a locker room attendant, a bellman, an esthetician, a spa director, they're going to do what it takes and use their creativity and think outside the box to improve whatever situation that they're in. And they're going to take ownership. So most likely you're one of those people, someone that owns it, someone that doesn't matter what your position is. You're owning it. You're thinking of ways to do it better, more efficiently, and more guest-centric. And therefore, You are always presented, and I can say this firsthand from experience, 
you are always presented with opportunities that might be a little scary and that might require you to get outside your comfort zone and take a risk. So how do we decide if we should move forward with something? And why is risk-taking, in my opinion, good? Well, I think two things. I am never suggesting that you take a risk that's going to threaten your family's livelihood. That's going to cut into your children's college education. I'm suggesting that you take calculated risks to move yourself, your business, your family, your team forward. So what does that look like? So maybe you were presented with an opportunity. I just talked to a business owner this week who was presented with an opportunity to take over another spa space. Kind of scary, right? But it's your dream, and it's something that you've always wanted to do, but you're not sure if you're ready to do it yet. Maybe you were planning to do it in a year from now, three years from now. Maybe it seems to be going a little bit too fast for you. But the universe presents us opportunities. Not always should we take them. But a lot of times, the things that you've put out into the universe, your desires, your dreams, your energy, comes to you in the universe's time, not on your time. So we have to evaluate, am I with this opportunity that's presented by itself to me, or am I on my own timeline and I need to pass it by? So how do I evaluate it? Well, the way that I do most things, right? I brain dump, I journal, I make lists. So I look at, first of all, how I feel in my gut. What does my gut tell me? Does my gut tell me I've got to do it and this is why? Or does my gut tell me, I don't know, It's not the right time. I'm not feeling it 100% in my gut. Then it's dissecting what I'm feeling. Am I feeling just nerves because I'm afraid to take the leap? Am I feeling excited but scared? Am I feeling, oof, like 80% I want to do it, 20% I'm hesitant? And then I dive deeper. Why? And if your gut tells you no, right off the bat, it's not the time, this isn't right for you, this is not the right opportunity, this is not the right person to hire, this is not the right 
large purchase to purchase. Listen to your gut because it never steers you wrong. The biggest mistakes that I've made in my life and career were not listening to my gut and not being in tune with myself and the way that my gut was feeling. That gut feeling, right? So really, if you don't have gut feelings and you don't follow intuition, let's work on that first, okay? Because you really have to understand yourself, your why, your purpose. We'll save that for another day because we're not talking about finding your why and your purpose today. I hope you know it, but if you don't, drop me a line. We can work on that together, and I'll do another episode about our purpose. But for today, let's keep talking about risk-taking. And so we follow our gut. Our gut tells us 80% yes, 20% no. We're going to dive deeper. We're going to get out a piece of paper. If you're not tactile like me, you can do it in your phone while you're driving. You could do a voice memo. You can type it in your notes on your phone. You can share it with Alexa. But think about what is that 20% hesitation? And does the 80% of excitement of positivity outweigh the 20% of hesitation. It is the 20% of hesitation based on fear, fear of the unknown, or is it something deeper, right? Because remember, we're not risking at all. We're not a Las Vegas hustler, right? We're not in Las Vegas. We're not betting at all. We're not taking our spawn putting it on the craps table and risking it all. Absolutely not. So think about, you know, what are the things that are holding you back? Now, if your gut says no, remember, if your gut says no, walk away. But before you do, I want you to evaluate why your gut says no, because you need to know this information. Because you want to have clear in your mind and put out into the universe the right opportunities that you're looking for. And so if you're not clear on it, you just say, no, I don't feel it, move on. Other opportunities similar may present themselves because you're not being clear. You're not being clear with yourself on what your next steps are. So if you're looking to open a second location, where is it? What does it look like? What's the size? How much investment do you want to spend? So that if you're saying, you know, I want it to be a space that's completely built out and I only want to spend $45,000 on equipment, supplies, marketing, because I want to just be able to 
move in, get the stuff I need and go. And the opportunity presents itself and it's going to be an $85,000 investment. That's nearly twice of what you intended to spend. Then you need to dive into that and see what risks that means for you, your current business, your family, for example. And you can use this with anything that you're doing. You may be considering purchasing a large piece of equipment. You know that you want to add some high-tech technology to your services. It could be an infrared sauna. It could be a cryotherapy. It could be a float bed, a float tank. We're looking at, you know, a substantial investment, right? $25,000. So thinking about what is the right piece of equipment for you and for your business. Something presents itself. You're at a show. You fall in love with this thing. You think that it's going to sell itself, right? First thing. Almost nothing sells itself. So remember that. And you're, you're thinking you're going to spend 25,000 on this. And it's 35,000. So it's a $10,000 difference. In the grand scheme of things, is that a huge amount? Probably not. Based on the size of your spa, the amount of revenue that you're bringing in, the amount of new Items, services, equipment that you bring on, bring in on an annual basis. So you have to evaluate it. If your gut says, oh my gosh, I'm going to be the only person in the area that's going to have this thing and I can sell the crap out of it, right? I could sell this thing like it's going out of style. Not this thing can sell itself because it's a thing. But I can sell this like it's going out of style to my current clients, to new clients. Your mind is going crazy with a marketing plan, a marketing scheme on how you can drive business not only to this new thing that you're selling, but to help you increase business in the other things that you're selling. And then you put it on paper, that extra $10,000, you can confidently earn back within three months. You earn back your investment plus that extra $10,000 that you didn't plan on spending, and you 100% know In your gut that this is going to work, it's scary, right? You have butterflies because any big investment, any big move is scary. But that's when the magic happens. And I can 100% without fail tell you that it's the decisions that made me a little bit scared, and a lot excited that were the best decisions of my career. And I coach this to my spa owners, my spa directors, 
how to gauge that feeling, how to know if it's the right risk, and how to know if it's too risky. And it all comes back to, say it with me, following your gut. The easiest way for you to learn how to do this is every decision, bringing in a new product line, deciding between two, three, four, or even one individual to hire, creating a new treatment menu, selecting your spa space, Selecting a accountant to work with. Selecting a consultant to work with. Go through the process of writing down the pros and writing down the cons. If your biggest fear is spending a little bit more money, but you know in your gut that you can reap the rewards tenfold, then we need to work on figuring out how we make that happen. But you're going to be presented with scary, scary choices as a business owner, as a director, as a leader in the spa industry, as one of our vendor partners. Another brand is going to come and try to scoop you up. And you have to decide, do I stay? with the company that I'm with now, or do I go? I mean, maybe you're unhappy. You've been putting into the universe. I need something else. This isn't the thing for me. And it presents itself. It feels good. And you make the decision. But maybe you love the company you work with, but you want to make more money or you want to have more opportunities. You want to have a broader audience, um, a larger territory. And something presents itself that's scary. It's a new brand launching to the market, not tested, not tried and true. You don't know what's going to happen. And so taking that chance, it's uncertainty. So then it's walking through. How do I protect myself? I'm excited about this opportunity because I'm going to have the opportunity no longer just to serve the Northeast, but to serve the East Coast. Or I'm going to have the opportunity to be the vice president of sales for the entire company and help drive this new business into the market hire a sales team, and it's exciting. Not only are you going to make more money and get a car allowance, or maybe better yet, a company car, right? But it's exciting. It's what you want. You can reach more people. You can help more spas. It's exactly what you've always wanted to do, but it's scary because what if they don't make it? What is the number of businesses that fail in the first three years, right? We all know it's a large percentage. I don't know the percentage off the top of my head, 
but it's a large percentage. Is it going to be one of them? And how do you protect yourself? Because you have a family, you have a mortgage, you're saving to put your children through college, you like to take big extravagant trips, whatever your reason, whatever your why is, whatever the things that are important to you are, what if that went away? The company you have now has been around not going anywhere. It's stable. The new company is exciting, but uncertain. So what can you do? If that's the only thing that's holding you back, can you negotiate in your contract a 90-day termination clause? Meaning, Unless you do something illegal, immoral, stealing, um, misrepresenting the company in a, a negative way, that they have to give you a 90-day notice if they're going to terminate you. And if they don't, they have to pay you out the 90 days anyway. So could you find another job in 90 days? Probably. So that's a way that you can work through that fear. So as always, I feel like I rant and, and babble on and on. But I want you to really feel the fear and not be afraid of taking risks that will grow your business, that will grow your career, that will help your family. And help you get to the next level. I want you to think today, what does that look like? What are your dreams? What is your next step? You're a spa owner, full service spa. You do mani, pedi, uh, massage, facials. You have a float bed. You have an infrared sauna. You know, you have a hydrofacial. You have 17 staff members. What's next for you? What do you desire? Where are you looking to go with your business? It could be as simple as more profitability. So putting out there and being really clear with yourself, what does being more profitable look like, feel like, how much more profitable. And then when an opportunity presents itself, is it going to help you get to that place? That's how I make decisions. I have goals. I set 90-day goals. I also set long-term goals, but most of my goals are in increments of 90 days because I like to be able to see them, achieve them, and work through them. And I know on a 12-month, 24-month basis, so many things can change. The way that I feel could change. The way that I feel about my business could change. 
So by setting really targeted 90-day goals, I know that I can reach those goals and then reevaluate. And so when things present themselves that are scary to me, I ask myself, is this in alignment with my 90-day goals? If, if it is, then I ask myself, what's scary about it? What's the worst that can happen? Will I lose my house? Will I lose a limb? I don't take those risks. If the worst thing that could happen is I look foolish. I don't like the thing that I'm doing and don't follow it through. I don't make as much money as I thought that I was going to make doing this thing. But did I break even? Will I grow? Will I expand myself as an entrepreneur, as an individual, as a friend, as a daughter, as a spouse, all of these things I take into consideration. So when you're faced with a tough decision, it could be as small as your next hire. It could be as small as your next product line, your next skincare line that you're bringing in. Go through the process. Lean on your team members, your managers if you have them. Lean on your close confidants, your business besties maybe that you made in the spot I I rely on my business besties. And if you need an ear and you want to talk it through and you're feeling confused, drop me a line. I'm always here. You can shoot me an email, shoot me a text, or set up a free 30-minute call. My first call, as you know, is always free. Let me help you through this because I promise you, you're going to reap the most rewards when you get comfortable being uncomfortable. Make it a great day. I'll see you next time in the Spa Hive. If I've piqued your interest even just a little bit about the Spa Hive, good news. You can learn more over at our free Facebook community. That's right. Head on over to Facebook, search Spa Hive Professional Community, and join me, my Spa Hive board, and over 400 other spa, hospitality, and wellness professionals there. The community is always free, chocked full of tips, tricks, and educational content to serve you. Look forward to seeing you there.